0: Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. This week I wanted to talk a little bit about schedules and routines. And before you go running for the hills, I promise you this is not to shame you or make you feel bad. But this is just to share some of the things that have worked uh, for me and for my family and just kind of what we have found has worked best in our situation. So to kind of set the scene here a little bit, I started off the bat with twins. I had twins as my first babies and going from no babies to two babies was kind of a huge shock to me i mean it's a shock anyway just to have to go from not having a child to having a child that's a huge transition um but i felt like when i had twins i was living out of state i was not nearby any family at all and i was going into my husband's busy season um where he was working like 80 plus hours a week like i would see him in the middle of the night like while I was feeding the twins. And that was about it. Um, And so honestly, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety. um, And one of the things that helped me the very most was having a schedule and a routine that we could stick to. Um, And even if it was just as simple as like, in the mornings, we go for a walk. And then in the afternoons, when they're napping, I try and close my eyes for 15 minutes, maybe. And then when it is dinner time, we do this. And at bedtime, it looks like this pattern of events. Like it was really simple, but sticking to that schedule helped me, I feel like, gain some sanity back in those really, really early days. Um, And then as we added more children to our family, um, we did so really quickly, Um, (laughs) which say what you will about that. But in our situation, we ended up, I had my fifth child. And at that point, I had five kids ages five and under. Um, So to say that it was a really kind of crazy time would be like a a definite understatement. Um, That whole time, we were still living out of state. Um, My husband did switch from a a big four accounting firm, which is what he was doing with crazy work hours, to something that was definitely a lot more laid back, which helped. Um, But even at that point... Uh, then he went to go get an MBA and like the stubborn person that I am, I refuse to move to the cold because we live in Southern California and I do not like the snow. So my husband actually commuted to Chicago uh, to get an MBA um, for two years. And so that was, I had my baby, my fifth child, like a few months into his school And once again, as he was traveling back and forth and I was single parenting a lot with five very, very small children, again, schedules and routines kind of helped um, keep my anxiety in check along with therapy and medicine and all those things. But um, I found that the routines really helped me, but they also helped my kids a ton, um, and there's actually been quite a few studies about why routines are important for children and not just because like, I get it when they're babies. And like, I didn't have the luxury of, uh, of being like, okay, well, I'm not going to work. Like, I'm just going to stay home. I was home, but I also had to fit in time to work as well. Um, and so having my kids like not sleep train or not sleep through the night or not like it just like I needed a schedule because I had to also, uh, find time where I could work and where I could get things done as well. Um, and so it helped me, but it also helped them. Um, and like I was saying, there's a lot of studies that have shown, um, that routines and schedules can be very, very helpful for children, um, not just as babies but also as they grow older too. It helps children feel safe um, because they learn to know what to expect. Even just like a very general schedule or a general routine, it's that consistency that helps them know and build trust um, with what's happening at home. Um, They can, even though they're little and they may not understand a whole lot, or even if they're older and they may not want to pay attention to a lot, you can still feel the difference and you can still um, subconsciously pick up on those patterns, um, which can help. Once again, uh, it's actually really good for people who may have um, high anxiety, which I do and also um, helps my highly anxious child as well. Um, And one thing that I found, uh, really interesting. Um, Maybe I was just looking and researching and it was validating my own thoughts and opinions, but um, I was reading about routines and schedules in older students, like middle school, high school. Um, But they were saying that transition, even elementary school, um, is really hard, especially during those first few weeks. And I know back to school is coming up. It's always kind of a tricky time my, oh, that first week is so rough as you're trying to get back into the swing of things. Um, But uh, this article that I read was talking about how transitioning to school from where everything's very structured, it's a very set routine. It's very, it's very like cut and dry. Like we do this at this time from this exact time to this exact time, right? And so if they get home, and there is no routine, it can kind of throw them off. And that's not saying that it has to be like, okay, from 301 to 323, you're going to work on your reading or whatever it is. But just knowing, like, okay, when you get home, you're going to have some time to decompress, get a snack, and then when you're ready, we'll start homework. Like, even just knowing that it's that pattern of events can help kids transition from that really strict school routine to being at home um, and helps them know what to expect. Uh, Another great thing about setting schedules and routines is that it helps kids, even at a very, very young age, to understand boundaries. Um, Like I said, we are, I am very much like, especially uh, with my husband he was working crazy hours and then he w- wasn't home a lot of the time so it was just me and so i had to have um i don't want to say strict boundaries but i i needed those boundaries so that when it was bedtime it was really bedtime and we weren't doing bedtime for three hours um and so we set that boundary that it was like once the 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 bedtime routine is finished once we like read books, brush teeth, get in our pajamas, go to the bathroom, take a drink, like that's the end. And that's that's where bedtime that's where bedtime begins and you stay in your rooms. But having those routines will help will help uh, children understand boundaries and help them start to recognize them. Um, And another great thing about schedules and routines one of the most important things, and this is something, there are so many, okay, maybe let me say this first. There are so many things that people are like, this is so important with children. This is so important with children, which it is. There are so many things to worry about. But for me, having these routines in place helps those other important things happen. And for me and my family, sleep health, is super important. I am an absolute monster if I do not get enough sleep. I am a nightmare and not even a nightmare dressed as a daydream. I am just a straight up monster if I do not get enough sleep. And that is something that I have definitely passed on to my children. <laughs> and so we are very, very adamant about our sleep health and making sure we establish healthy sleep patterns and that we're getting enough sleep so that our brains can learn and things like that. But having those schedules and routines can set you up for healthier sleep habits, which is, it, it affects so many other things, at least for me and my family. Um. So I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, it's really hard to say, okay, here's exactly what we do every day because routines and schedules are so different family to family and situation to situation. And so I wanted to like share some guidelines and not necessarily be like, this is what we do every single day, but just maybe some things for you to think about when you're like, you can take like five minutes and kind of audit what your routines are right now. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, though, I was listening to a podcast. It was years ago, um, 3 in 30 Takeaways for Moms. I think it's also on the this podcast network. Um, Rachel, she's amazing. And I remember her, um, she was talking to somebody about her... Um, like habits and patterns and routines and her schedule. And like she was talking to either a friend or a therapist. I can't remember. I probably should have looked it up before I started telling this story. This is just from my memory and this was like years ago. So take it for what it's worth. But um she was telling um, this person like I want to have better routines. I want to have a better schedule. Um But like I I was sleeping in every day and we were waking up and kind of a rush and like rushing to get out the door and then to get to school. And the lady stopped her and she was like, well, that's your routine. You keep saying that you want to have a routine. You have a routine that's just what it is, is that you are sleeping until right before you have to get up to make sure you get to school on time. And she's like, that's your routine. You already have one. Whether or not you like it you already have these routines in place. And so I feel like taking a moment and recognizing what habits and patterns you currently have, uh, it makes it easier to tweak them and to just kind of like build on what you've already got than just like start from scratch. Okay, new year, new school year, new us, we're gonna do all these things. Like, change in that magnitude is is very fleeting and probably won't last but if you look at what you're already doing and just try and tweak it from there um, then it can help a a lot um, to kind of make slow progress Um, and again routines are very personal and they may not be like they're going to be very different from family to family so what works for me might not work for you and you may be by your doing routines and schedules and everything by yourself. Maybe you have help. Maybe like it's going to look very differently. Um. So just kind of take a look at what you're currently doing and look at where you want to be and what kinds of things might help help your mornings go easier, especially as school starts. I feel like it's like. Mornings are always so crazy. And then like school pickup time is always like, ooh. And then basically from school pickup time until like dinner and bedtime is just it's a lot, right? It's a lot to manage. It's a lot to handle. There's a lot going on. You've also got like oh, you know, witching hour in there too. It gets really tough. But having those routines can help help you get through those times. Um one thing I would also say and something that we do especially like as kids get older or um or situations change like we were able to uh change like the structure of our routines and our schedules when my husband um graduated from school and so we were like I was able to have more help so that meant my schedule and my routine could shift and change and it wasn't so lonely (laughs) anymore. Um, But that's not always the case. And some days it's like now we have other responsibilities within our community, within our church. And so it's like, okay, on Wednesday nights my husband's going to be gone. Or on Sunday mornings or whatever it is, like, okay, like uh, I want to go to church, uh, but my husband has meetings all morning. So that means I have to set myself up and have a routine in place so that we can get to church, um, me and my five kids, but I I know that I got to get there solo and it's like doing the backwards math, which I know is like so tiring sometimes as a mother, but a lot of our schedules and routines are backwards math and what's going to make my life easier tomorrow morning. Um, which is sometimes hard at night when you're like, Oh I do not I do not want to do this, but I know that if I do it the night before, the next morning's gonna be that much easier. Whether that's helping kids pick out clothes or make sure lunches are packed or um all the things that we need for what active whatever activity we're going to are done or even in the car before we take off the next morning. Um That is one thing that has helped me is prepping as much the night before. But I know that some people are morning people. I am not that person. If you have an extra hour before your kids are awake, then use that hour. But make sure that your routine is working for you and then reevaluate as uh, situations change. It's kind of like when you've got toddlers and they finally drop their nap and you're like, oh my gosh, now what do I do with this time, right? And so it's just... It's reevaluating and 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 adjusting those routines and schedules as circumstances change. Um, another great thing um, that has helped us, and I want to say it was maybe Ralphie from Simply on Purpose that I learned this from. Um, but one of the biggest things that can help in moving things along or in setting up successful routines is giving kids agency or giving them a say in what happens when. I've noticed with uh, especially some of my most anxious child, bless her, one thing that has really helped is like setting a clear boundary and then saying, okay, I know you have to do this homework today. It's due tomorrow, but would you rather... Have some time to decompress after school and then start your homework or do you want to do your homework right off the bat? and then whatever time you have left, then you can then you can use that time however you want. Um, and giving her and my older children some of that agency and that freedom to choose goes a long way um, in making sure that... They feel comfortable and they're kind of like given some power back within those schedules and routines. Um, another really helpful thing I found too, especially with five kids so close in age, is that less is usually more. Um we got talking about this in the last episode. I don't know why I always go back to this SpongeBob episode where it's Spongebob Party Planner and he plans everything out within two minutes and 30 seconds in time. Like if you set up those kinds of schedules and those kinds of routines, I feel like they're doomed to fail. Um, But if you're more general and more broad and it's not like at this exact time we're doing this and then this exact time at 12 30 p.m. they have to go down for a nap. It's like if you're more flexible on those times Especially as your kids get older. When they're babies, you can do that. I give you my full permission. (laughs) But as your kids get older, um, having a more general schedule and general routine, I feel like, is a lot more helpful. Um, It puts less pressure on you to get things done by a certain time. And it's just more of like guidelines versus... We have to do this right now, every day, and every day has to be the exact same. I don't think that's that's what creates trust. I don't think that's what creates that environment of helping kids feel safe and helping them know what to expect. Um, I also don't think it has to be like seven days a week. We the schedule's always the same. Like again, I think it's those general routines, those general types of things. That make it really easy. Um, In another article I was reading, it talked about how routines could even be um, like a yearly thing. So like every summer, my family and I go to Utah to go visit our family there. Um, And my kids know that we're going. We do it every year. They know to expect it. Um, Do we go the same time every year? No, but it has become a routine and it has become something to expect. Uh, and kind of like a tradition in our family, and it has, has created a lot of, of consistency, even just a year at a time. Um, so again, I don't think it has to be like super strict every day, it's down to the minute, but, but make it more general and and you can be flexible, and it can still be consistent and, and a good pattern for your kids. Uh, Another great tool, this is also for sure from Ralphie from Simply On Purpose. I'm talking about her a lot today. But um, instead of harping on the negative, try leading with the positive. Um, And I am still very, very much a work in progress with this one because this is like my default go-to with children. I'm like, oh, okay. If you don't do this, then you're not going to be able to watch TV this afternoon or you won't have any tablet time or whatever it is. Like I'm, oh, that's like my first, like my automatic knee-jerk reaction. Like, okay, if you're not ready for school, then you don't get to do this. But instead, focus on the positive positive, um, and l- like almost lead with incentive kind of, um, the example that I will use that we did last year. School's not back in session yet for us almost, but last year we were having a really hard time, um, getting everybody ready for school on time. And it would not matter. I was getting so frustrated because it did not matter how early I woke my kids up, We were like scrambling the last five minutes. Even if we woke up an hour before we were supposed to leave, like we were still scrambling those last five minutes. And I was getting so frustrated because it was like, I don't know, not that law. I can't remember what it's, it's not Murphy's law. It's some sort of law that it's like, however much time you're given is the amount of time a task will take. And my kids were fulfilling that law to a T and it was driving me, I was getting so frustrated. So I heard to lead with the positive and try using an incentive, and so the deal that I made with my kids is that if you were ready before it was time to go, um, you could use that time to read. Uh, My kids are, they love to read, and I have tried to make it a point that like reading is fun, which, anyway they would get to read their library books that they had borrowed from the school if they were ready before it was time to go. And it became like this huge incentive. And all of a sudden my kids were like ready 15 minutes early just so they could read their library books before they went to school that day. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this works. Um, And so instead of harping on the negative, like, okay, if you're not ready, you don't get to do this. You don't get to do that. You don't get to that. It was like, okay, everybody who is ready gets this special thing. And however long it takes you is about how much time you'll get extra. Um, and that helped a ton. Just that like small shift helped so much with our routine in the morning. Another great thing, um, when it was just me in charge of all of my kids, um, it was a lot to handle, but I also wasn't having to juggle like back and forth, like, okay, my husband's in charge of this, I'm in charge of that. Um, and so when he finished school and now uh, he's able to help in the evenings and things like that, um, one thing that has been super helpful as we have kind of shifted our routines. Is that we had to get everybody on the same page, and everybody needed to know what everybody else was doing. Um, I know there are a lot of ways that do that. To do that, um, but uh, my husband and I share a family Google Calendar, and so we put literally everything that we have on there, um, so we can both see it. Um, And then when you're trying to like plan something for an evening or soccer practice or whoever's picking up or dropping off or whatever it is, um, if you pull up that calendar, it's already all on there and you can see who's going to be where at what time. And yes, it is a pain like putting things on there and even like adding the address where they need to be. But honestly... It has saved so much time and so much tension because I'm not like digging through emails or digging through whatever else it is. I know that as soon as that appointment is made or as soon as that practice is scheduled, it has to go on the calendar. And then my husband immediately sees it as well. Um, So it helps him and I stay on the same page. The other thing we do, I also have a physical calendar um, that I write out, it's like a giant dry erase board calendar that I write out at the beginning of the month, um, with all of our practices, when, where, who, everything. Um, and so having the digital version and the one that's in our kitchen for everybody to see, um, that one's also super, super helpful for my kids to see who's going to be where and when. Um, and so having, those routines and schedules and things uh, has also been made easier through lots of calendaring. And it's work to set up, but for us, uh, it definitely pays off in the long run. Um, even with my really, really little kids, um, it has become our like routine at the end of the day. We like check the day off when we're done and as we're going to bed it helps them count down to special occasions. It helps them realize, okay, this day we still have this many days until school starts. Um so it is be using those calendars has definitely become part of our routine but it also helped helped us feel less overwhelmed, at least me. I did want to point out one other thing too. I feel like schedules and routines are super helpful and that is how We have been able to thrive, um, my family. But I also wanted to acknowledge that there are times when even having these schedules and routines, it was literally just to help me survive and just to help me make it to the end of the day. And so just know that if you are like, how do i get to that point where it's like more <laughs> where it's not so stressful where it's not so so bleak routines can help you with that they can help you just survive until you can get to the point where you can shift your r- routine to where it's more of of thriving and less just surviving um but they can be super helpful and no matter what your routines look like you know what's best for your family and i really do think that as you like look at your routines what you're currently doing um you can you can find places that you can tweak to just maybe take some stress off your plate for this upcoming school year and whatever is coming your way but there's my there's my testimony on <laughs> on routines and schedules <laughs> I hope some of this has been at least somewhat helpful to you. Uh, If you did find it helpful, I would love to hear if there are other, any other type A highly anxious routine lovers like myself. And if you have a moment and you have not yet um, rated or reviewed the podcast, we would love for you to do that. Those are super helpful to us. Um, Thank you so much for listening this week. And don't forget to hit that follow button and we will be back next week with another episode.